Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy fit babes, welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast, baby. I am very pumped today to be sitting down with Monica Schumacher. She is and still is currently a TSN fit babe inside of the membership program. And I'm super pumped to have her on the show because her weight loss story has been so incredible to see over the past, not just three months, guys, over actually the past eight months, Monica experienced surgery and setbacks during her weight loss journey. And in fact, she only lost about 0.2 pounds a week. And when I say only lost, I'm saying it that way because so many of y'all come to me saying that, oh, I've only lost this much weight. Oh, I've only seen this much progress. Well, girlfriend, Monica wouldn't even change her story. She wouldn't change the rate of what she lost weight. And she truly believes that her journey was exactly supposed to be this way and is so inspiring to you guys on today's show. So without further ado, welcome Fitbit Monica. Welcome back, ladies. We are here with the Monica Schumacher and girlfriends. Like we were literally talking about what TSN means to her. Monica is obviously from TSN. She's gone through the program, but really the biggest transformation in her journey actually was not just about her weight. It really was her mindset. So Monica, give it to us real. Tell us a little bit about your journey and what led you to being in the seat today, giving it real to all of us. Well, um, I found TSN, I think like so many other women did, which is through Instagram. And I was really drawn to just like, I mean, we can cuss on this podcast, but like you're no bullshit approach to diet. Yeah. You can definitely yeah. swear girlfriend, definitely a safe <laughs> space for that. <laughs> it was just so refreshing compared to other people that don't focus on mindset. And I think mindset has so much more to do than, well, it, it's a huge part of your journey. Mindset is just as much as I want to lose weight. So that's what brought me to TSN and I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so, so pumped. So for those of y'all that don't know, let Monica the way I do, Monica on her journey, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but Monica's story was really unique, but honestly so similar to other women because she wasn't someone who lost one, two, three pounds a week or more, right? At TSM, we aim for half a pound to two pounds a week, but Monica, you know, most weeks really had a really slower and steadier weight loss journey. She was in TSN for a longer period of time, and it wasn't about quick weight loss for her. Now, you know, we'll, we'll want to hear it from you, girlfriend, like if you had that expectation of quick weight loss, but you, you've really ended your journey and, you know, we're still all on our journeys, but to the point where you're at now hitting 10 pounds down, you achieved that losing about 0.2 pounds a week. So can you kind of walk us through your journey inside of TSN going from the weight you were before and the mindset you had before to losing this amount of weight and you know what that journey was like for you? Yes. So I had never been in a position where I had gained a whole lot of weight and that was so scary to me. And so I didn't feel good. And I mean, later I ended up having a little setback because I needed surgery because I didn't feel good, but 
it's so discouraging to not feel like yourself, to not feel good, plus have the knowledge that you've gained stinking weight. So that could be contributing to it. And it's frustrating. So I didn't know where to start because I knew like, okay, I have a significant amount of weight to lose and I want to do it right because I don't want to gain it back. And I think so many women freak out about that. Like if I lose weight, am I going to gain it back? Like, is it worth, is it worth the trouble? You know, I think that's a scary thought, but whenever I joined the membership, I knew it was something that was going to be a challenge, which nothing comes easy, obviously. Of course. (laughs) So at the beginning with the membership, I lost about three or four pounds and then my weight loss really slowed down. It didn't stop, but it did slow down to like the 0.2 pounds a week. And I was thinking, okay, healthy weight loss is 0.5 to two pounds a week. And I'm definitely not there. So after it it consistently stayed the same for three weeks, I went into the membership for a calorie adjustment, which is something that it offers. And I remember that morning thinking, okay, Lauren's going to ask for progress bonus. And it wasn't something that I had taken since like day one of that journey, which was super scary to take a progress photo. And so I did it that morning. And sure enough, you were like, well, your progress tracker looks good. You know, your calories are in check have you taken progress photos? And I was like, yes, I freaking did. (laughs) Obviously. Like you knew we programmed you so well. And like, guys, this is what happens when you do TSM the right way. You don't just skip through the videos and the content. You have to watch it all because we, you know what we're going to ask. There's so much content. Yes. But you looked at my progress photos and you were like, okay, I know you're frustrated because the scale isn't moving a whole lot, but you are doing it correctly. And that reassurance was frustrating and motivating, like kind of equal parts Mm. because obviously you want to see the scale move, but it was also nice to know like, okay, I'm doing it right. I'm doing everything correctly. I am losing body fat. You're just going to have to have a mind shift that the weight loss will come. So it kind of turned into a bit of like a self-exploration. I just decided to like gather data. I was like, I'm going to keep hitting my protein goal every day. I'm going to keep hitting my steps keep doing my strength training, but I changed to weighing myself every single day and learned that my body fluctuates weekly within three pounds. Like that's a lot. Yeah. And that's scary. Weight fluctuations are scary. I mean, you can step on the scale and see that it's jumped three pounds. And I mean, let's be real. It can kind of ruin your day. Oh yeah. And I posted about it before, like early on, like, Hey, these weight fluctuations, they're scary. Like, how do you, how do you navigate this? But learning a little bit about how my body works that, yes, it's going to fluctuate every week. And yes, I'm going to lose half a pound and then it's going to go to like 0.2 pounds and then it's going to stay the same for a couple of weeks. That's just how my body works. So having that data really helped me to feel less frustrated along the way as well. Yeah. What I'm hearing too, and correct me if I'm wrong, but on your journey, you had this expectation of wanting to lose the half a pound to two pound a week that we want you at. And I mean, in hindsight, I think we both can agree all progress is good progress. And even if you're losing 0.1 pound a week, which can be kind of hard to see on a progress tracker, but if you're tracking the data, you're going to see that over the time. What really mattered most in terms of this mindset transformation for you was it's less about when you're going to get there and more about the fact that you are making progress and you're getting there in the first place. 
And it's almost like you had to release the expectation of time and the expectation of, okay, my journey has to look this way. And you just accepted where you're at. And I love that you use the term self-exploration with the progress tracker and honestly collecting the data. I like to say it's like an experiment, right? Like our bodies are not a perfect math equation. Like, (laughs) no, actually you're an accountant, right? Like you think it's, okay, you put in this, this is your expenses. Like this is the situation. It works that way in general, but not specifically with your body because our body, we're human beings. We're not a math equation and a calculator. There's many different variables that are impacting our journey. So I love that you just like let go of those expectations and you were like, what is happening is happening and how I respond to it. I have a choice in how I respond to it. Absolutely. And I mean, you hear it all the time, but you have to choose your heart. You can choose to feel uncomfortable in your body. You can choose to feel unconfident and maybe even physically just not feel good, or you can choose to lose weight and that's hard as well, but it's a choice on how you want to feel at the end of the day. Yeah. Now, were there any times on your journey that you wanted to give up? Oh, 100%. How is there not? <laughs> if you not? Were to say no, I was going to be like, Monica, like, like are, are, you, are you laughing with us right now? <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. And I'm very susceptible to comparing myself to others. Ooh, and- let's talk about that. <laughs> it's a big deal. And I think women in general are, I mean, there's so much diet culture thrown in our face every single day. And then you get on Instagram and it's people's highlight reels showing their best selves and their best moments. And it's hard not to compare yourself to those situations. But I mean, whenever I would get unmotivated or frustrated or doubt myself, I, I took a moment where I was just like, okay, comparison is the thief of joy, 100%. And I edited my Instagram and my social media accounts to a T. Like if there was anyone who made me feel uncomfortable, I unfollowed them. Y'all, I don't know if you know this. There's an unfollow button on Instagram. Like you don't, (laughs) but if there's, there's content that's making you unhappy or second guess or doubt yourself, you don't necessarily need to be consuming it. And if I followed like another diet account or nutrition account or anything like that, I made sure that it really aligned with the goals that I was setting for myself, making sure that it had a balanced plate method or making sure that they were having more of like a mental health aspect Mm. on diet and weight loss. And that helped me so much. Um, And I specifically remember, I think it was like in July, I think it was after a calorie adjustment and I had been on the membership and there was this woman who had very similar weight loss goals to me and she had already hit 10 pounds down. And I was like, oh my God, she's so lucky. That's young. Yeah. Young. But then I was like, okay, hang on. She's not lucky. She has access to the same content that you do. She is literally just working her ass off. And so that kind of became like a mantra. Like she's not lucky. She works her ass off. I freaking love that. And the way you just put that in perspective, like you are the queen of mindset reframes, girlfriend. Like so proud of it. It's not feel that way, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's so funny, like other people observing you or, you know, anyone else, right. You, you, it's almost, you don't realize sometimes strengths. Like I often find that with clients, like 
every woman generally has a rough idea and for you babes listening to this, like of what your strengths are, but it's actually interesting when you ask other people because they can sometimes give different answers. And then you can realize that actually is something that's so valuable on your journey. Right. But anyway, back to this mindset reframe, you were talking about how she's access to the same resources. And I think what's really difficult is knowing that you are working hard or anyone is working hard. You expect the result, but that other woman's working just as hard. And I think it's so awesome that you're not downplaying your hard work, but it's just, it's just allowing you to step up more to the plate and show up harder for yourself. Put it that way. Like you're working hard and you can appreciate that, but you're not going to diminish someone else's more success or them getting there quicker. And also, you know, even if you do have access to the same resources, right, everyone's journey looks different. And it goes back to that same concept that you believed you were going in the right direction. You were trying to, as hard as you could not compare yourself. And it's just like really tunnel vision on like, this is about me, 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 like stop the fluff and the noise of other people and what they're doing when they achieve their goals. Like what about Monica and what, what is she doing to get there? And how can she work fucking harder towards her goals? I think it's hard for women to think about themselves. You know, so many times we don't take time for ourselves or we feel like, oh, we're being selfish. I'd be, I should be doing this. I should be doing that or doing this for my family or whatsoever. And you have to realize that if you do not fill your cup first, you cannot fill others. And as far as, you know, weight loss goes, it's hard, but you're going to feel a little better, whether that's aesthetically, whether that's physically, if you know that it's something that you want to do for you, you do have to take the time to do it. And my weight loss was stinking slow. Like again, like half a pound to two pounds was healthy. I was losing like 0.2 on average. And then I had so many weight maintenance weeks in there as well, but I wouldn't change it. Like, yeah, it took me eight months to get to my goal, but I don't want those three inches back on my waist. I don't want those four inches back on my hips. I don't want those three inches per thigh back. Like, does it matter how long it took or does it matter that I got there? Mm, yes, yes, yes. And I also think with that during like for those weeks, you maintained your weight. How did you keep showing up? Because you can say like, I wouldn't change it now, but I know during it, you would have. So how did you keep showing up when you knew you were generally going in the right direction, but it was fucking slow. Like it was real slow for you. How did you keep showing up? TFN, I knew from the beginning, was so much different than anything that I had ever done. I mean, if you ask any woman, they can tell you five diets that they tried. Like, unfortunately, that's that's realistic. And TSN was so much more about balanced eating. And that, I mean, literally just like, okay, here's how to build a plate that's balanced, but also, okay, you can go out with your girlfriends twice a week and have a couple glasses of wine and have a hamburger. If you want, that was not something that I had ever processed in my brain while dieting. And so those weeks that I maintained, I was like, okay, but I didn't gain weight. Mm, That's a really good point too. Maintaining your weight is freaking progress. And I think I don't say it enough. Maybe I need to make a little Instagram, Twitter post on that. Maintaining your weight is progress. And especially when you have even failure, it's not failure. Yeah. And failure. And even if you did gain weight back, I always say failure is feedback. Failure is a reflection of what's going on. And you can be 
pissed at the diet or the thing that you think is not working, but really it's a really harsh truth. It's kind of like a slap in the face, but if you were to gain weight back, yes, sometimes the diets suck, right? Like that you might be doing before you find something like balance and TSN, but it's a reflection of the work that needs to be done in you. And I think that's why it's so like, so, so painful probably for women like us, right? Like it actually makes you look at yourself and realize not something wrong with you, but something that does have to change. Yes, absolutely. And I think if you go on a weight loss journey, you need to realize there will be maintenance weeks. I just don't feel like people say it enough. Like there's going to be maintenance weeks and that's fine. That's part of it. Like our bodies change every single day. Of course, they're going to change every single week. Yeah. In your period, we have to talk about Um, menstrual cycle, of course, not to mention, depending on what your history was with dieting before, we need to talk about like what types of things and restriction that you've done in your past, but your dieting history has massive impact on how your body is going to lose weight and also your mind. Because if you're coming in and you've had a really shitty relationship to food since you were a young kid, I mean, that's years worth of shit you have to unpack. And yes, we can make amazing progress. And some women, yes, are going to be able to just switch a few things and things will click and they'll lose weight. But for a lot of women, it takes longer and that's also okay. And it doesn't mean you're even doing something wrong. It's the timeline your journey needs to be on. 100%. And I think people get so wrapped up in a fast fix. I mean, I'm certainly one of them, a fast fix. Are we all? I wanted my results yesterday. (laughs) And everything that you see is like, oh, you'll lose 10 pounds in two weeks. Like, absolutely not. And if you do, you're going to gain it back. Like that's something that you have to understand. And I mean, my past dieting lifestyle, I only knew how to restrict like, oh, I need to meet a goal weight by this formal on this day. I'll just cut out full food groups. That's not healthy. And so I really took those maintenance weeks or weeks that I did have slower progress and just remind myself, like you, you are having a healthier relationship with food and that is progress as well. I know we didn't like label it this way, but everything you're describing and you're going to smile when I say it is literally non-scale victories. It's knowing that yes, the weight and the numbers, that is one tangible piece of progress, but it's also having these other indicators of progress and success on your journey. And for you feeling better for you, having a good relationship with food, even on a more granular level, you incorporating carbs consistently, are you being able to go out for a social event Um, in terms of that food freedom? If you want to put it that way, like these are all non-scale victories. I love it. It's so true. (laughs) And maybe it's because I, I lost weight slowly that I really had to just start finding different ways to measure my progress as well. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is if other women out there are like a Monica, Fipe Monica, and they are losing weight slower girlfriends, you need to find those non-scale victories or else honestly, you're going to give up because if your only measure of success is if I lost weight this week, or God forbid you set your goal for the week is to lose X, Y, Z amount of weight, which by the way, guys, that can't be a goal inside of TSN. I understand that's like the end goal, but you need to focus on the damn behaviors and like habits that are going to get you there. Like the result of that is losing the weight. So that's for a different podcast day, guys, but, um, non-skill victories are where it's at for you. It sounds like. Yeah. I'm like doing snaps. That feels right. Yes. Okay. I want to talk about what you ate because you are just fabulous inside of TSN in terms of sharing recipes and food choices. And I know also you did go out to eat a lot during TSN. So we we need to talk about that too, but in the context of being at home, talk to us about 
what you ate, maybe some food swaps that you had that really helped you achieve your goals, hit your nutrition requirements. Tell us about like what Monica eats. Okay. Well, I'm a mom, so I have very, we haven't even talked about this. How many kids do you have? I have two kids. You have two kids, ages, names. They are, um, nine and 11. Emery is my little girl. She's nine. And Kyron is 11. He just started middle school and y'all the attitude is real. Middle school. I do not envy that an 11 year old middle school boy. I feel like that could be, it's like so fun and rewarding, but like, I can assume the sassiness is crazy. You know, being a mom, like you're you're busy and then you, you work full time, your husband works full time. So sometimes cooking just has to be thinking easy and fast. Yeah. And what I really focused on with my weight loss journey was hitting that protein goal every single day hitting my steps. I kind of let everything else kind of fall into place, but protein helps so much. And on days where I don't hit that protein goal, like I'm ravenous and I will literally reach for whatever I can because I'm stinking hungry. And that's not really healthy either, but absolutely. um, I guess this is like a two-part answer for me because along with swaps, I cannot get over like having a plan, like have a plan. I am so busy. I have so many social engagements throughout the week and I go out to lunch twice a week, at least with my parents, I work for them. So my mom will take me out one day and my dad will take me out another. And then I have date nights. I go to brunch with the girls. Like I'm busy. So every Monday we're booked and busy, baby. Yeah. Booked and busy. Every Monday I sit down with my planner and I just look at my social engagements and I make a decision. Do I want to be on track for that meal or not? So with these, I'm like the queen of swaps. Like I've decided I'm the queen of healthy swaps. Declare it baby. And like, not to like make anyone upset. I'm not saying that you can't eat your hamburger or something or your pasta. If that's what you want, eat it. Like you can make that fit in your plan. It's just that most of the time I wanted to be on track with those meals. So I would swap it and make it fit my goals. But I think I eat so many fajitas. Fajitas are underrated, like such a hot girl staple. And I'm gluten-free, but then I also have a corn allergy. And so it makes my life very difficult. Yes. Corn is in literally everything. Everything. And so if I know that I'm going to eat my fajitas and I'm going to want a couple of corn tortillas, I'll hold off on the chips. But also I dare you to go to a Mexican food restaurant and not eat a stinking chip with salsa. Like who does that? But half the time I'll ask for a side of bell peppers whenever like they come to get my drink. I'm like, can I have a side of bell peppers? And I'll eat that with my salsa until my meal comes. So yeah, that way you're getting a few little extra veggies, but you don't miss out on the salsa because who wants to do that? Um, I know I kind of like shit on salads a minute ago, but I do love a good salad. I really do. There, there's a place here in Fort Worth, Texas, where I live. And my mom and I go there for their Waldorf salads all the time. They're so amazing. And it comes with this really rich, like honey mustard dressing. It's so oh, it's oh, it's the best. So if I know I'm going to get that salad and that dressing is going to be a little fattier, I'll ask for them to go easy on the pecans or maybe nix the cheese or something like that, just so that I know it'll align with my fat goal for the end of the day. Look at you. It's it's not about not having something. And it's so funny. Like we don't think twice about having freaking nuts on a salad, but dressing, oh my God, our arms are in the air. It's like the biggest freaking deal, but it's like, you can have the salad dressing and amen. I actually prefer the salad dressing because you get way more flavor and you know who started you know, like saying that salad dressing was bad. 
yeah, I don't know where this makes it worse. Me at. And then like as a mom, I, whenever Wednesday night comes around, I don't know what happens to me. I guess my battery just depletes, but I do not want to cook on Wednesday night. So whenever I'm meal planning at the beginning of the week, I make sure that I have something frozen to heat up on Wednesday. And if you're going to like balk at me for using a frozen vegetable, like we cannot be friends. Like if you know that you're super busy and all you can do is a frozen vegetable, that's what you do. And it's okay. But if you just chose something quick, whenever you're trying to dial in on your nutrition, you're going to feel bad about it. And that's not good for your mental health either. Yeah, absolutely. To wrap things up, I definitely need to go back to what we talked about off camera, which is you described what TSN has meant to you and like what this journey has meant for you and how it actually has been less about weight loss, even though you came here to lose weight. Can you kind of summarize that again for everyone? Because it, it was just such a perfect way to explain what we're really achieving here. And for you guys out there listening, like what your goals actually are that you might not even realize your goals are. Yes. So I, I came to TSN for weight loss, like so many people, I'm sure. But in my past, like I, I really can't tell you if I've ever had a a good relationship with food or a healthy relationship with food. I mean, again, like I was so used to just restricting things and opening up your program and going through that content. I mean, I kind of had like a, Oh shit moment because I was like, this isn't just weight loss. Like this is really learning a new skill on how to fuel myself. And I think any woman would kind of realize like, okay, there's so much mindset work that goes into working on your physical self. I mean, the two are hand in hand, but if you are looking to lose a few pounds, I mean, TSM is great, but if you also have a challenging relationship with food or if food causes you stress, or if you feel out of control around it, or if you just really don't even know what you're doing, whenever it comes to building a meal, TSN is there for you. It is so much about mindset and mental health, just as much as it is about weight loss. It's truly a life-changing tool. Yeah. It sounds like, and everything you described is like this journey, you're, you're coming in to your weight loss journey, wanting to lose weight, but what you really learn is so much more about yourself and about becoming this like better version of yourself. And it goes back to everything that we talk about every single week on this podcast. Like you can have these goals, but how you get there is important. How you feel about getting there is important. And we have to enjoy the freaking ride, right? Like if you're, if you died tomorrow, yes, we're getting that morbid ladies. If you died tomorrow, do you want to be stressing out about you not achieving this goal yet? No, you want to remember this day as a day where like you were happy. And yes, like you're, it can be tough when you're not happy with the way that you look, but you just can't come from such a place of hate and being so impatient that you can't even enjoy the present moment or else this journey is going to suck for you. It's going to be miserable. So much. And I ended up having to have surgery in the middle of like my weight loss. Yes. Um, and that was so frustrating just to like be pushed out of the routine Um, and especially whenever you have goals, I mean, whether it's a weight loss goal or financial goal or a career goal, sometimes life comes around and just like slaps you in the face. It's like, no, 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 not now. And I know that this is going to come to a shock to some people, but we are not put on this earth to freaking lose weight. 
Like that is not an end goal. We're not going to sit on our deathbed. Like you said, and be like, I wish I lost those three pounds. Like, no, that's not a thing. And surgery like really made me take a step back and be like, okay, I have to shift my goals. Like this isn't going to be okay. But for six weeks, I maintained my weight just because I had learned how to truly balance my life with food and my life with celebrations and with any other attempt at losing weight, I would have gained it back in a heartbeat. Those six weeks, I would have gained it back maybe plus some, but the membership just gives you so many tools to know mentally how to handle situations like that. Whenever I think it would have been very easy to get out of control with food or turn to food for comfort. And I mean, it didn't. So that was a really big moment for me as well. Well, Monica, any last bits of words of wisdom or inspiration that you want to tell the fit babes out there? Okay. Well, number one piece of advice for anyone out there starting a weight loss journey, take your freaking progress photos. It's so easy to go back. And whenever you're discouraged, look at that day one and know and visually see your progress and then buy yourself a dang journal, like get you a journal, do some mindset work. If you have a negative thought that pops up, or if you have a negative feeling towards yourself, like just take the time to be like, where's this coming from? Because I guarantee it's normally from somewhere of stress or a frustration. And you just got to journal that out and move on. I love that. And I love it too. I just have to chime in and say that not every day is going to be rainbows and butterflies on a week in life. So yeah, you're going to lose weight one week and you're going to feel like a badass and a rock star, but I'm telling you like prep yourself for another week where you're not going to see it and know that it's not a bad thing either. Like not every week is going to be this hype week. And it's like, we just have to keep going on. And I love that, that tip to reflect and journal. I love it. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Monica. Thank you for having me.